The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 18th of September. In your Squiz today, the needle in a strawberry sabotage continues. Today's meeting in Pyongyang. The death toll from Typhoon Mangkuk climbs. And no remains have been found at the former home of Lynette and Chris Dawson as police finish the search. This is your Squiz today. So this strawberry saga has really escalated, Claire. Health Minister Greg Hunt has called in the Federal Food Safety Agency to look at the cases. It's probably my favourite named government agency, Fazans. Oh, yeah. They're uh, yeah, going to have a, a bit of a look across what's been happening, given it's now a national issue. Uh, there's been cases, as we know, in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and South Australia, and yesterday uh, reported cases in Tassie and Western Australia. So so they've got a job on their hands, that's for sure. Why is this happening? I mean, it's kind of, it's very hard to comprehend, isn't it? It is. And I think there's a lot of people who will be um, having a, a good look at this. There's a school of thought, of course, that, you know, social media amplifies you know, people's interest in these kind of things. And given it's a fairly easy thing to do, it's not very difficult, you know, to um, move around the fruit and vegetable section of a supermarket and, and slip a, a needle into into something. But why people would do it is a whole other thing. And uh, no yeah. doubt as they investigate this and try and put together exactly who's responsible. Yeah, if it wasn't so serious, you'd laugh. It, it just seems crazy. Uh, we are still being encouraged to buy the fruit, though, just to cut it up before we consume it. And to a very different story now, South Korean President Moon Jae-in will cross the border today to meet North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un. It's their third meeting this year, but their first in the North Korean capital of Pyongyang. They're going to be talking um, more about, you know, finding some kind of lasting peace. Uh, there's uh, Moon, Moon Jae-in, the South Korean president, has said that he doesn't want to get caught up in the conversation um, North Korea is having with the US about um, denuclearization of the peninsula. What he really wants is to try and achieve peace, and that means uh, something that's not shaken by international politics and the, the rough and tumble of that. So he's got his work cut out for him as well. Uh, and the death toll from Typhoon Mangut has climbed in both the Philippines and in China. It has. They're expecting about 100 people um, to have been killed in the Philippines. Uh, there were more than 30 bodies recovered from a north um, village, a northern village in, in the Philippines yesterday after a landslide. Um, and that, um, that, yeah, the pictures from that are, are pretty full on. But yeah, what, um, what we understand is that a few people have been killed in China. It's now been downgraded to a tropical storm and it's starting to lose pace. Well, that's good news, though. Flooding continues in the US after, um, Hurricane Florence. And the rain's going to continue by the sounds of it, too. So, uh, reports this morning say 23 people have been killed in the US. Uh, back to our federal politics. Another headache for the Prime Minister as Liberal MP Anne Sudmalis has said she won't contest the next election. She blames branch stacking, undermining and leaks by party members in her electorate of Gilmore in New South Wales. Yeah, and last night she went into the parliament and pulled out what she what is um, probably going to be known as the three Bs, bullying, betrayal and backstabbing. So uh, right. it sounds like the um, uh, politics down on the New South Wales South Coast have been pretty rough. 
And she used parliamentary privilege last night to name one of the MPs that's apparently doing the bullying. Yeah, and that hasn't been a secret. There's been um, a bit of a lead up um, to the pre, you know, confirming her pre-selection um, in that seat, and um, it's been pretty well known that um, Gareth Ward, who's the state parliament member, um, and Sid Marlis haven't been getting along for a while, and there's been some factional issues there. Mm, and a very marginal seat, so. As I said, a headache for the Prime Minister. Uh, the search for Lynette Dawson at her former home in Bayview on Sydney's northern beaches ended yesterday. Was anything found? No, no, nothing was found. And the police said that um, the investigation will continue. But no, they didn't find anything uh, or any new evidence that, um, that would assist with that. That might surprise listeners of The Teacher's Pet, I'd say. Uh, so there'll be a bit of interest in that one. Um, this is just... A nutso story. The New York Magazine started an interview with Mia Farrow's daughter um, and her former partner, Woody Allen's much younger wife. I don't even know if that makes sense. <laughs> if you can explain it. So soon Yi Previn um, was adopted by Mia, Mia Farrow and her former husband. They split up and soon Yi came to um, the States with Mia and uh, Mia Farrow ended up um, partnering with Woody Allen, who's the well-known film director. Uh, and after some years together, it was quite a scandal about 20 years ago when Woody Allen um, actually uh, had an affair with and ended up marrying Sunyi Previn. So there's lots. Right. Well, um, Mia Farrow and Woody Allen were never married and actually didn't even really live together. There was um, lots of controversy around Woody Allen taken up with them. Um, a girl essentially who was um who was like his daughter so yes um she's been pretty silent over the years and and the article was published yesterday uh she certainly doesn't have a lot of nice things to say about her mother and right. um yeah which has uh, caused some of the other um children in that family uh including Ronan Farrow who's the Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who exposed Harvey Weinstein um at the start of the year uh and also Dylan Farrow who accused Woody Allen of sexual abuse um they came out yesterday to um, really um air their disgust with what the New York magazine had published Oh, so if you're interested in that, there's a couple of links in the email that you can get really deep into the detail of that interview. Am I right? Yeah, it's a long read, but it's um, it's a really interesting read. So yeah, if you're even half aware of it, it's it's certainly an interesting one. Um, what's the subject line today? Well, in the spirit of Anne Malis and a handful of um, Liberal Party women, uh, these boots are made for walking. They're out of here. They're out of here. Uh, Squeezer Libby Noble was the winner of the Allen and Unwin books last week. Thanks so much for reading the email, Libby. Um, there's a $100 voucher to spend at Woolworths up for grabs this week, so make sure you jump into the Squeeze Today email and have a read. And we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.